0: Welcome to post to post here on the wave. The sound of Liu. I am your host, Anthony Kevra. Joined alongside me, as always, is Ryan Kraut. And the trade deadline is officially in the books as of last week. We've been able to see how these teams have adjust. Have given them time to adjust. See how all these new players like their new homes. You know, figure all that out. And a lot of few other things have happened over the course of this past week. But now we're back on good old Wednesday evenings, and we'll be here, as Kraut says, till we die. I say that? You said it last week. Oh, yes, I did say that last week. Till we die. Yeah, I had to listen over to the episode because I, 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 remi- I didn't write down my, um, <laughs> my prediction, so I had to go listen back to the show. Thank you for
1: reminding me. <laughs> Perfect. I need to do that during the show as we speak.
0: Which I'm going to go first this week because you still don't mind. The whole thing is alternating alternating now. now. Yes, that was my idea also, but I'm still going to go first this week. Fine. So we'll start with the news quick. Uh, First one, Anderson is out four to six months for the Blue Jackets after shoulder surgery. So he's basically a non-factor for
1: the rest of the season, which is not really going to help Columbus in any way, shape, or form, especially... With, Where the,
0: yeah, the fall that they've yeah, been having. Yeah, with
1: the fall they've been having, they were, granted, surprising people to begin with. I didn't expect this to be happening. I didn't it wasn't expect it to be last. anywhere near a playoff spot. They're still in it. They have the second wild card spot, only uh, because they're tied with the Islanders in points, but because the Islanders play two less games, they have the second spot. They're clinging to it. I don't think they're going to hold it.
0: Especially with, you know... Carolina, the Rangers, and Florida, all and even 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 Montreal Montreal, is in striking distance. If Montreal
1: plays anything like they did last night,
0: which was brutal,
1: coming from an Islanders fan perspective, having to drive two hours in traffic to the Barclays Center to watch that.
0: Hey, it's the last time you have to
1: do that. That is true. And it did save Islanders hockey in New York. So thank you, Barclays Center. You
0: won't be missed, but thank you. So... Yeah, so that's nothing major. I do think that if Columbus is going to try to keep this going, they need to step a little bit. So moving over to the next injury, because we're going to start off with three big injuries, few big injuries, before we get into some good news. And second one out is Green is out three to four weeks from the Oilers with a sprained knee.
1: Yeah, that that's one of those really poor timing injuries. The The Oilers went out, they got him a couple days before the deadline to help bolster their blue line. And no, now he's out. Now he's out for a while. That's not going to no, help them. You don't get this now. Yeah, no. Just, just The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, I guess. But I don't think they're, this is going to impact them not that, really. that much. Especially considering they played about, I'd, I'd say, 96% of the season so far without him. And they are one point out of first. And as long as Leon Drysaddle is being Leon Dreisaddle... And Connor McDavid is being
0: Connor McDavid. Even
1: without that, the Oilers prove that they can be good-ish without McDavid, but put him back in that lineup, put Neal back in that lineup, they're not going to miss a beat. And, I mean, they they won 8-3 in Nashville the other day. Yeah. So, it yes, defense then, then matters. They, then they flee the state. Yes. But... But yes, defense matters, but at the same time... If you put up eight goals, you're probably going to win. Yeah, you don't need defense at that point. You could—I oh, I wouldn't go as far to say you could play with an empty net, but if you're top who's your, who's defenseman your or something, um, Rick DiPietro. No, it's not. It was a hypothetical situation.
0: Yeah, hypothetical, it's fine.
1: But Well, I mean, Rick DiPietro, Mike Smith, almost the same thing, glass bones, paper skin, That's stuff accurate. like that.
0: So one more little minor injury and then we're gonna get to the big one. Uh Stone is week to week for the Golden Knights. Okay. Yeah, I mean he'll he'll be back.
1: It's not anything serious that I know of, but I mean they're first in the Pacific, nine and one in their last ten. Their goaltending just got a huge boost by acquiring Robin Leonard. They're gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, you'll be fine. So here's the big one. Steven Stamkos is out six to eight weeks for the Lightning. Core muscle injury. He's gonna need surgery, and he could return. His, his estimated time of return is the first round of the playoffs, which the Lightning will be in.
1: But this is the exact same injury that happened to Sidney Crosby, except it comes at a v- very, very bad time for the Lightning.
0: They're just on the upswing.
1: Yeah, they were just on the upswing after that 11-game winning streak. Yes, you were not going to catch Boston because you're nine points back with one game in hand. So you're probably not going to catch Boston, but losing a guy like Stamkos, where you all know what he can do, leader of that team, he's got the C, that's that's brutal. Everyone's going to have to step up now, especially with Kucherov having a down year now.
0: Well, you can only go down from the. Well, area yes, last
1: but year. I feel like I've not heard his name once recently. Yeah,
0: and it's an issue and I really do think if the Lightning are expecting to be anywhere close to what they could be because we've seen what they could be. And yeah, that's been also the depressing factor knowing that this team should have won at least two Stanley Cups in the last 5 years. But that nothing has happened yet. But you guys are so close, and lose Stamkos this late. You need everybody needs to step up a little bit and make sure that you you guys could pull this off.
1: Oh, absolutely! But just the fact that they were able to turn the season around and be in the position that they're in, and now the way things are going with just say like sixteen games you got, left,
0: you got a month, basically. Yeah, you
1: basically got a month. They're in a good spot. They're they'll be a okay. I'd say. Second seed is probably where they're going to stick.
0: Yeah, they'll probably end up playing Toronto in the first round.
1: Which is opposite of what everyone thought. So maybe Toronto
0: has a shot. Maybe. They They still have to play Boston, but... Spoiler alert. They don't have a shot. Yeah, so now we'll move over to some good news and then back to some bad news and then back to some good news. First good news. Islanders will host all Stanley Cup playoff games at NASA Coliseum and the entire 2020 and 2021 home schedule will also be played on long island no as we alluded to before the barkley center is no more
1: woo <laughs> yay woo very There's happy about else that to say
0: about it, it I, if i had a, if i had a
1: yes 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 clip i we, I'm I'm really surprised we, surprised we don't i'm surprised i'm disappointed that. in myself that we don't have that but if we did have that i'd be playing it right now because that is that is great news. Because
0: the Barclays Center for hockey is terrible. I speak from experience. For multiple, the best seats I think we've ever had at a Barclays at, at a Barclays Center hockey game was when we were in the booth.
1: When was this?
0: For Sharks versus Badgers.
1: That was the Coliseum.
0: That uh, was the Coliseum. So I'm okay. Then I'm even wrong. Then I've never.
1: I mean the seats I had yesterday were were pretty good. There were there there are some good seats for hockey in the Barclay Center, but most of them are not great. It's very steep and it's oh. a very big incline, so it's hard to see especially a little tiny puck. And there's like half the part of the upper bowl is if you sit there you just can't see one of the nets. It's just cut off and yeah, you have every to watch t- the screen. I
0: think I've been to I think the only time I've ever been to Barclay Center for a game was with you. And every time I've gone, the seats were just... They weren't bad, per se, but... it was just, It's very steep, and it's a pain yeah, it's to uncomfortable. get there. And
1: I, I'm not... I mean, as I said before, it, it saved Islanders hockey in New York. Otherwise, they would have gone to Kansas City and been God knows what they would have been called.
0: Poor Kansas City. They can't get a hockey team.
1: I mean, Kansas City doesn't scream hockey market to me, well, but... Well, they had a team. And they left, which... Proves my point. Yeah, they went to Colorado and then they left Colorado. Exactly, but great news that they're going to be at the Coliseum for.
0: I think for the playoffs, it's a big for, it's for the play playoffs. Big that's
1: big, especially for next year in the season two. That's even big because even though it holds, I'd say about four thousand less people. More people are going to go because it's closer. It's a better environment, and that I know the team's going to feed off that because I've seen it in person.
0: Yeah. The whole thing that I think has been this Barclays Center Coliseum debacle and I I speak from experience not but like as a hockey fan not as a Rangers fan that the the difference in the stadiums is night and day. Like you go to Barclays Center y- you can tell no one wants to be there. There's no enthuse like the enthusiasm's there but it's not nearly yeah. as much as it should be. And we've seen what a good Home, you know, Fort for less of a better for, you know, lack of a better term, what what a true Fort Never Lose mentality looks like in the playoffs. Oh, we've we've saw it in full force last year. Even
1: their first regular season game back there, uh, that f- the atmosphere in there just felt like a playoff game. It was so loud, I I couldn't hear the person next to me, and the team fed off that they. They came back, they won the game, and it was so loud. And they did the same thing in the playoffs, which is why they They part of the reason. Yeah, part of the reason they had the sweep, and I think starting that series at home definitely helped them with the sweep. And just just being back there in general is gonna really help the team and the fans. The only thing I will say that I don't like about the Coliseum is the narrow hallways. It is very tiny. Well. The bathrooms are in the hallways. That's true. Very narrow, but other than that, I'm very happy that they're going to be there. And Belmont's coming along very nicely.
0: Yeah, every time I drive ahead by, I had a schedule.
1: <laughs> I hear like thirty percent of the steel's already up, and they did it in just two months. It
0: does. Well, here's the thing. And somebody, I, I forgot who said this. I think it was Jeff. You know, Jeff is a big Islander fan that we both know, and he. I think he said it. And here's the thing: when I go home to back home to Brooklyn. I always drive by Belmont because that's just the way I go. And every time I go past Belmont, I always look at my brother and I'm like, wow, this is coming together. Like, it, the steel is like up. And the best thing, and Jeff said, he goes, we haven't had a harsh winter here in New York. You know, knock on wood that we haven't had a harsh winter here. We've had six inches of snow all winter. And that really helps the construction of a place like Belmont because then they can't stop, which is wonderful. And I, I'm excited to see what Belmont is. I will go to. I will either go to a game at Belmont, or I will go. I will go to a event in Belmont. Oh, absolutely. Whether it's. I mean, I'm going to be going to plenty of games
1: there. I'm sure concerts there are going to be great.
0: Yeah, or like I'm looking forward to a lot of things there. Uh, I feel like. Do I feel like? But I do think right now, you look at this. The announcement of the Islanders basically coming home to the Coliseum full time, especially for the playoffs. I would not like to be that first round. I would not like to be that team coming into the Coliseum. I I wouldn't either. But now the
1: big thing remains will they get to the playoffs?
0: Yeah, that is the question. We'll look at that at the second segment as we're gonna look at all the hunt for the playoffs, cause now we're post the trade deadline. We're no longer just gonna look at see who who's got a chance or who's who's at the bottom of the division. No, now we're looking at the playoffs because we are getting close. We are T minus a month away from playoff hockey. So next article up. We got two left. One's really good, one is really depressing. Chris Kreider, off of a wonderful extension. Nice money, nice term. Everybody was happy. What do you do? You break your foot. Yeah, that that's
1: definitely not ideal, especially after signing that big contract extension and coming off your hot streak. You're one of, I'd say, two or three reasons why the Rangers are even still in the playoff discussion, the other ones being Igor, who also is hurt, and, yeah, but he's, and had,
0: Panarin. Well, here's the thing. And when it comes to Panarin, if Panarin gets hurt, this team is doomed. But I'm praying that will never happen. Panarin is pretty much the team so far this year. So Yeah, which proves that the team needs to step up a little bit, which they kind of have. They they showed up well last night against St. Louis. They did show up at multiple points against Philly. I was thinking, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, it was Philly. Yeah, Philly. And... Yeah, they did lose all three of those games, but I think they're in a good position, and yeah, the schedule's not going to be great. The schedule's tough coming up, but I do think that if they're going to try to do this, they can. You know, Igor, yes, Igor is still hurt, but he is making good progress. You know, they said he may possibly be able to return sooner rather than later. You know, they're not—he may not be out for the full month, because, you know, it it sucks that what happened, Bucz seems to be fine, Buchnevich seems to be perfectly fine on the ice. After the accident, so hopefully Igor can come back. Hopefully he hasn't missed a beat because the kid, the kid's nine and one, still In an NHL record, which is, which is insane. He's putting up prom. He's putting up Bennington numbers. That's what scares me. Like if if he can keep putting up those numbers, <laughs> get Kreider back, get the rest of this team on the same page. Yeah, I think you'd be a dangerous first round team. Now. Do I think we'd make it past the first round? No. No. What it depends it, it depends, depends who you're who playing. You're, you're playing. You know, but
1: it would more than likely be either Washington or Boston or Boston because you're not gonna get a division spot. And do I do I think the Rangers can beat Washington or Boston? No Washington, not,
0: Washington Boston no. Maybe Boston no. Boston no. Washington maybe. Maybe with the with the glimmer of hope and Igor going full because we've seen that before. We've seen Capitals
1: Rangers playoff matchups multiple times in the past few years.
0: Yeah, and they've either been really good, well fought games, it's or, gone either way yeah. in
1: every game pretty
0: much. And we don't know if the the you know the Ovi curse is still returning in vengeance after they won a cup. So we'll see. Final news story of the day, and this one. Is a callback for both of us, and it is. Bobby Ryan made his return to the Senators.
1: Yeah, that that was that was a great story. Um, he was in rehab for for alcohol abuse for a uh, hundred days. He was he came back. He was a hundred days sober, making his home home return, and he goes out and scores a hat trick. And you just see the emotion of that he's trying to hold back on the bench. He's literally fighting back tears just because of everything that's been going on. I'm sure everything that went on in his childhood that we discussed when we did that the life, the, of, the li- yeah. life of Bobby Ryan episode, the um, just all the fans knowing what what he's been through, and just the fact that he's he did it. He's a hundred days sober and that's very that's something to be proud of so
0: congratulations to bobby ryan yeah i can't i couldn't have said it better congrats to him and just a phenomenal way to come back and make your presence known and to be probably one of the line uh, the bright lights on a senator season that has really just gone completely poor so and two more things one continuing along with the senators they did fire their general manager, I believe. I it was their it was I, their CEO. CEO
1: was fired. Not exactly sure what the CEO of a hockey team does. I guess it's kind of along lines of like their president, but I heard it was poor content. Or yeah. P- whatever that means. Well, it
0: broke today. I think it broke either today or last night. There's not been a lot of information on it. Um, I don't think it's a major. It's it's a major thing, but I don't think it's anything that's going to affect day-to-day operations or the team as a whole going forward Oh, much? absolutely
1: not. And just the fact that, I mean, the Senators right now, they're in a bad spot as an organization, and I feel like it takes a lot to get fired from an organization that's yeah. in this bad spot. So whatever happened must have been really bad in order for it to lead to a firing.
0: Oh, yeah, and I'm hoping that you know, I'm hoping I would like to see more information come out about this. I would, it should be interesting, but the senators, you fire your CEO, I'm just, I'm kind, I'm kind, it's kind of like, oh, okay, like the senators are in such a bad predicament where they're just playing the wor- some of the worst hockey we've seen in the past, fa- in the past few years. You know, I think how many, I don't, I would love to count how, go through every episode and count how many times we we've mentioned Chris Kuhnitz single-handedly ruining a franchise.
1: I'm also surprised we don't have a clip of that. I think we do. I feel we. I feel like we have to. I, it's in there
0: somewhere. It's
1: gotta be in there somewhere. I mean, I'd be surprised if it wasn't.
0: We have a lot of other ones, but we don't have that. We, we don't do have We gotta that clean expression. out
1: that folder. We do.
0: But moving on, last story, and this is one that Ryan wants to talk about a little bit, is Johnny Boychuk got how many stitches was it? He
1: got ninety stitches on his eyelid last night as. Uh, There was a a play in front of the net. One of the Canadians was shoved, shoved down, and it just so happened that as this Canadians player, who I forget exactly who it was, was falling down, he fell, skates up towards Borchuk's face, and the blade of the skate actually caught Borchuk in the eye area, and you just see him go down and hold his gloves to his eyes, and then sprint off the ice after he gets up.
0: I think I've watched that clip. About I, I was
1: there. I've never seen someone get off the ice as fast as he did.
0: That's the second person who said that to me, because earlier today, me and a few other people, one of them who was at the game last night as well, said the same exact thing. He said, I've never seen a hockey player go off the ice faster than Boychuk did last night. And if you watch it, it's not immediately... You don't immediately know what happens. And then they show you the replay. And it's just... It's one of those things where it's such a freak thing. And when you see it in slow-mo, it's just... You, your skin starts to crawl. Because, you know, th- people have gone blind from stuff like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, his eye is like... Per- is uh, It's not permanently closed, but it's completely closed now. And he's very lucky that it caught him where it did. Not that it's good that he got him on the eyelid, but I guess his eye was closed at the time. Because if that thing hits
0: your eyeball, your eye's done. Oh, if that hit, yeah, you're blind out of an eye. Yeah. There's no way. You're, and I, you know, there's been a few other things that people have said since that's happened. I've heard some people immediately come out of the woodwork and say, "Oh, this is why you need to NHL needs to adopt like the college rule."
1: Where the, everybody's got to th- have
0: a cage. I, I think they. Sh-
1: I wouldn't say cage, but I would go more along the lines of uh, one of those like clear face masks that they wear when the when players play with
0: broken jaws. You know what it is. I, I, a part of me thinks that there's a place for that, but I don't think the players would like it. I think some players would be against that just because they said, "Oh, it'll obstruct some of my vision."
1: I would have to very much disagree with it obstructing your vision. I mean, it's clear. It's literally almost as if you, there's nothing there. It's just there to protect you. And we've seen guys get hit in the faces with slap shots. It, it just, would get yeah. also prevent, like, if the stick comes up high, you won't have to worry about losing a tooth
0: anymore. But then you got to think about, you know, I think the only reason that the NHL probably hasn't considered it is because you got to change a lot of other things. Like at that point, do you go and change a high sticking rule?
1: I think the, I mean, personally, I think the only thing that would, would change is there'd be no more double minors because there's no more, there's no way you can get any blood from a high stick unless you hit your stick up so high that it cracks the visor.
0: Which it could do. It'd be easier to understand that than the blood. Because I remember you're always staring at your TV and like, is there blood? Is there blood? Is it four? Like, that—but I gotta—you know, that's—it's a—it's going to take a little bit to think about how that's going to work and really just—yeah, I think that the NHL—the problem is they just had their meeting. They just had their GM meeting with Bettman to talk about stuff. Like, they've already said they're probably going to change the offside rule.
1: Yeah, I heard that it's—now, if it's—if they're adopting an NFL breaking the plane rule and— I didn't actually read the whole article, but what I took away from what I did read was if your f- foot is in the air, you can't it's now considered off sides, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, but I
0: think that's what it is. I think it's a matter of like if your skate is off the ice and your your rest of your body is in the zone, you're offside, which I get, but also, you know, if my foot is off the ice but on the other side of the line, I'm technically not offside.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like that that half-and-half half thing. You technically are, but you technically aren't. So it's 50-50. It just kind of cancels out.
0: Yeah, that's why... So like, they just let it go. Yeah, that's, why, that's what they do now, and I kind of see the point. I think they should really just focus more on that instead of having it be, you know, oh, my foot's off the ice. Therefore, my whole body's offside. I, I don't agree with that.
1: Yeah, I... I I don't know why they're deciding to do something about changing it now, but, I mean, they clearly must have a reason for for wanting to change it. So,
0: So, I'll say with that, we will step aside for a quick break. When we come back, we will take a look at the playoff race, who's in, who's out, and we'll look at the hat trick challenge. You're listening to Post-Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. So I get this call from my grandma, and she's like, What's a podcast, and how much does it cost? So I tell her, podcasts are like radio shows, but you can download them on any device and listen to them anywhere at any time, and they're free. And then she says, I see, but where can you find good ones? And I'm like, go to wcwp.org podcast and check out the lineup of original shows or download any podcast app on your phone or tablet and search for LIU Studios. And she's all like, Oh, that sounds easy. And then she asked me what an app is. LIU Studios Podcasts. Available on any podcast app. You know, those
1: little button things on your phone screen. Just ask your grandkids.
0: It's Sharks Baseball here on WCWP. Join us Saturday, March 7th as the LIU Sharks Baseball team takes on the Peacocks of St. Peter's College in non-conference action. Pre-game coverage begins at 12.50 p.m. with first pitch set for one. It's Sharks Baseball, Saturday at 1, here on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. Welcome back to Post Post here on the way of the sound of LIU. I am your host, Anthony Carretta. Joined alongside me, as always, is Ryan Crowd. And we're going to look at the playoff picture. Who's in, who's out, and where could these matchups lie? You know, we'll also talk about who has no reason for being where they are. You know, them. So, first up, we're going to look at the West, as we normally do. First up, with the Winning with a streak of eight wins, the St. Louis Blues. How in the heck are they
1: doing this? I, I I can't answer that question because I I don't really know how they're continuing their success. Like we've learned obviously that they are a good team with everything we saw from January of last year up until now, but. We, we both no. we
0: both said this. We didn't think this was gonna last in any way, shape, or form. Like now, I'm serious. Like I, I know that it took us. I want it took us over over twenty probably. I think it was over twenty years to see a back to back champion. But they're putting up a really good game. Yeah, yeah, they got a shot. I mean, they're top in
1: the West for a reason, and. I, they have a little more to play for now because Colorado is right behind them. They're on their own seven-game winning streak. That's going to be a fun race to watch towards the end of the season, as it was last year. Yeah. Also, and
0: those, those two teams.
1: Well, I, that was the second round
0: of last year's playoffs where they played each other.
1: The, the second round, I believe, was St. Louis, Dallas.
0: Yeah, and then the conference final was. No, I thought the conference final was Dallas. No. It was Colorado? I can't remember right now, but I know the second round was Dallas. All right, so it was pro. No, because I remember that. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was Colorado in the conference final, I believe, because I remember posting an image about because both series, both series went to seven games, and it was like, oh yeah, and the winners so played, so yeah, it was that, and there was game seven double overtime. Dallas go um, St. Louis goal by the St. Louis native.
1: Yeah, it's ringing a bell a little bit. Let's so, see
0: one second. But yeah, they they have no. I'm surprised. They're eight and two in their last ten. Yeah, that doesn't just that doesn't happen. just happen.
1: You you there's skill there. The Blues did not play the Avalanche in the playoffs last year. Are you sure? Sh- really? They played the Jets in round one, the Stars in round two, and the Sharks in the conference finals.
0: Oh, wow. I'm really surprised about that. I think it was...
1: Let's see. Colorado
0: got knocked out in the first, then. Because there would have been no way for them to make the comp. Yeah, there would have been no way to, for them to make the conference finals and play St. Louis, unless they were a wild card, which didn't happen.
1: Colorado lost to San Jose in the second round. They beat Calgary in the first round.
0: Yes, that's what I'm thinking of because they upset Calgary because Calgary was like the Calgary was the team. one seed. Yeah, they were on fire, and and Colorado barely made it. Yeah. So, but still, those two teams are they're gonna end up playing each other in the at sec- some point. They have to end most up likely se- each other. most likely second round.
1: Well, it it can't be first round if one of them gets the one seed. Yeah. But and then you look at
0: the third seed and there's Dallas. Hi, hi Dallas. Hey Dallas, you're still there. They, we've heard nothing really about them. About Dallas? Yeah, I have not really heard all that much about Dallas. They're just they've just been there, mostly because the Central is just the Central is like top heavy. Is
1: top heavy? Well, two team heavy, and then like it's really close. Then it's like. Everybody else. Yeah, it's like St. Louis, Colorado, and everyone else.
0: Yeah. Pretty that, much. There's I'm trying to like figure I'm trying to find it. And yeah, it's Dallas and then Winnipeg, who has got seventy four points. They ain't gonna get they ain't catching up to St. Louis or or Colorado. Minnesota, who is Minnesota's not out of it though. But they're not.
1: They're not in there. it But they're not out of it either. Minnesota's only one point out.
0: Yeah, and Nashville's two.
1: And so is Arizona. Yeah. So it's very close. One through five in the wild card, separated by two points. That's that tells you something but about that's these
0: like, teams. To me, that's like that's the that's the like mentality of like March and like because they're all these teams are going to start swinging, and they're just going to keep going until somebody gives up. We, I think it was last year. Colorado was – I think we had – it was Colorado and another team, they played for, like, to the winners in, or, like, something along those lines. Oh, I think it was uh, – It was two years
1: ago, maybe. I know that the la- it last day last year, it came down to that, to determine who would win the Central. It was, like, a three-team race. I remember that.
0: So, and then the Central, that's fine. You look over at the Pacific – Vegas. Where did you come from?
1: Yeah, Vegas is on the upswing again, which we didn't actually think was possible. Nine,
0: nine and one in their last ten. That's ungodly. I mean, when you have
1: two goaltenders of the caliber of which they have, you're gonna win a lot of games.
0: You got Flower and the Panda.
1: Which are we, is, are we? Are we really going with that? That's his nickname. He really? won't tell us why. He's just not telling us why.
0: Is he still like in the New York mentality where you? No, want that to was be, uh, that was
1: not a New York thing. That was a Chicago thing. It was it was just this year. We we just called him Robin. That's weird. Yeah, he won't. I. It's actually kind of bothering me a little bit that he won't tell us. Here,
0: Leonard, tell us you know, Leonard. I want to know. Tell us what the hell name means. Reveal yourself. Like really. And then you got Edmonton and Calgary, which, please, Calgary, do me— No, stay right where you are. Stay exactly exactly where you are. are. I want to see a seven-game series between Edmonton and Calgary. I I want that. I will tune in every night for that. And those are, like, late games,
1: too, so— I will stay up. I She's do gonna stay care. up till one thirty in the morning. Game Game One's gonna go to like four overtime. It's gonna be four o'clock.
0: Hey, you know, like, I've, I'm hyped. I'm ready. Let's do this. I've been up for those games. You're forgetting. I had to deal with the California trip in fourteen. Yeah, I,
1: I watched them too. Okay. I stayed up to watch them lose. Fair. Um, you
0: had that, and then you had. <laughs> That's a small price to pay to see that. And then I stayed up for. The entirety of the Vegas San Jose series, which that was that's just, a late that's series. That's a late series.
1: That was a good series. It too. was a good
0: series, but it was late. That and I was texting a, a, a friend through all of that, and just making fun of them the whole time. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> she's a Sharks fan. That was fun. <laughs> Crossface is like, why, why, why are you doing this to me? But yeah, but I really want to see that Edmonton and Calgary, seven games. My body is ready. Just inject, inject that straight into my blood. That would be
1: insane. That'd be a great series.
0: And then you look at Vancouver and Winnipeg. I feel bad. I feel like Vancouver really is just hit the brakes a little.
1: Yet at the same time, I feel like they're kind of under the radar. Now,
0: now they are. I think before they weren't.
1: I mean, at least from my perspective, I didn't expect them to be anywhere as close to where they are now. I knew they had a good young team but I didn't think their goaltending was ready yet at all but they really proved me wrong. Yeah. I didn't think Markstrom was capable of being a number 1. I also thought he was a lot younger than he was.
0: Yeah, no. And you know, I get it because they do have a really good young young prospect goalie in the in the works and he's not even I think he's been up a few times, not a lot, Demko.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about the other goaltending prospect. What's the other one? Michael DiPietro. Uh, no. No relation, by the way. No relation. At least, dear God, I hope not. No relation. <laughs> I don't think there but is. But the way he played in his NHL debut, there might as well be a
0: relation. Fair. But, yeah, I just – I and uh, the only other team that we have to worry about from the West right now, besides the teams we're fighting for, which we'll get to in a second, is Winnipeg. I feel bad for Winnipeg. This is not the season Winnipeg's I Winnipeg just would have. slowly going downhill, very slowly. Congrats, you made it. You made it from losing in the conference final to now you're looking more like Atlanta again. Please stop looking like Atlanta, or at least have an Atlanta throwback night like the yeah the, do I, that Hurricanes do. Br-
1: bring back the Thrashers jerseys for a night. It it's would make no one. sense having them being them in Canada which is why that Atlanta AHL team wears one different jersey for each period of all the teams that they lost.
0: (laughs) That's so terrible. It's so sad. Oh, my God.
1: One period, they'll be themselves. I think they're called, like, the Gladiators or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah, I follow them because they're they're, they're doing a, a, a Thrashers giveaway. Yes,
1: and then the second period, they'll come out in, like, an Atlanta Flames attire, and then the third, they'll be the Thrashers. It's super
0: depressing. It's really sad. But it's
1: awesome at the same time.
0: Yeah, just do what just do what do Carolina does. Have a Whalers night. Have a, yes. have a Thrashers night. Except the
1: Whalers goal song is a million times better than whatever the Thrashers. Goal I don't song even was. remember I, what the Thrashers. I don't
0: even had. know what the Thrashers goal song was. And I was watching hockey when the Thrashers were around, and so were you. So I, I don't understand what it was like. Was it like something weird? Was it good? Was it bad? Wow, it's in black it and white. It was song two. Was it song two? Very original. That's lazy. Well, I think by the I think that there was, was a, that okay, was around was the like, time where everyone yeah there was a point where they just that. had everybody having playing song two. That was really bad. It was yeah. no originality. No, not at all. I mean, you're talking from a rooting for a
1: team that literally had a goal song written for them. So there's your originality. You got but a goal song written for them? The Rangers. It's a custom goal song, isn't it?
0: Wait, it's custom. I don't remember. I don't know where it came from.
1: Well, it's unique to them. It's not like anyone else can use it.
0: Yeah, it's like, but like you have, I think all the original six. But literally, teams the do only that. words of the song are woo-hoo.
1: and if you heard this song, you would know exactly what song this is, and it would be like, "Oh,
0: that typical goal song." Yeah, it's a hockey song, exactly. exactly. Plain and simple. So, the teams who are looking in on the West right now: Minnesota, Nashville, Arizona, and Chicago. We're not talking about the three California teams because they're they're just there's everyone and then there's california but in light of
1: recent events i wouldn't necessarily be surprised if the th- i almost said the thrashers because they're on the brain if the predators made some sort of late push just because of what happened there the other day, which prayers yes. prayers go out to yes. everyone there that was, is currently um, living in Nashville and in the surrounding areas. Yeah, there was a
0: torn. it was a very strong tornado that hit the Nashville area. So much so that Edmonton, Nashville, the two, um the Predators and the Oilers who played the night before, booked it out of the arena. Like they there is footage online you could find it. They were running out like trying to get to their to planes to get out get to They're lucky they were, we were able going. to fly out. Yeah, they flew out and then this the sad thing is is immediately after tornado hit, I think it was tw- right now it's 22 people have died. And Bridgestone was like, "All right, open the arena. Just open the arena. Just let everybody just let come people in. in." Which is an amazing thing and it proves once again that hockey transcends is more than a sport. But, you know, it's it's a shame that that's you know the circumstances you're in, but I would like to see Nashville. They, they, I think you're right. I think they could make a push, just from the tragedy, because we've seen that a lot. You know, you saw it. With- yeah, we've, we, uh,
1: tragedies win. Win. I wouldn't say championships, but we have seen that they win games. Yeah. First game back from nine eleven, the Mets won. First game back after Hurricane Katrina. But, well, you could the, say that.
0: 9 nine eleven, the Mets won after the first game after nine eleven. The Yankees made it to the World Series. The, yes, the Yankees made it to the World Series. The Red Sox won in twenty fourteen after the Boston. Yeah, in twenty thirteen
1: after the bombings. Vegas. The the, the uh, we're not going to mention that one. Well, technically,
0: the Astros won after
1: Hurricane Maria. Yes. So, tragedy spurs on. It it brings people together, and yes. they they look for an outlet, and a lot of times these. These tragedies, unfortunately, happen in big cities that just happen to have sports teams, and they, the citizens try, often they, turn to sports yeah. to get their mind off of things. Exactly.
0: It's, it's, it's an And escape. the team feeds off of it. So I would not be surprised if that's what now. I'm not is. saying they're going to go far. I don't, yeah, they're not going to win a cup, but, but they'll win a few. But I them. wouldn't be surprised if they don't go away quietly. Yeah. So moving over to the East... Let's look at the Atlantic, which nothing necessarily has changed in those big three. I don't know know if anything has changed. Nothing's changed, really, in the East. The East is weird. Um, Boston is being Boston. The only thing of note from Boston is Pasta is not. He's decided to calm down a little. He goes on. He's
1: a little streaky sometimes, but he's not leading the NHL in goals for nothing.
0: That's true. Then you got Tampa, who's finally being
1: Tampa. Tampa, Tampa's caught fire. It was a big game yesterday between the Bruins and the Lightning. though. it looked like a playoff game.
0: I'm sure it did. And then you have Toronto, who did the Fire Dubas chance stop yet?
1: Uh, let, let's quickly tr- check to Twitter. the Twitter. <laughs> to Twitter, did Fire Dubas stop trending
0: in Toronto yet? Let's see. I would hope it did, because they're not doing poorly. They're not doing great, but they're just keeping that third place spot. That's mostly because the wild card is ninety percent metro teams. Yeah, literally. Nope, still going. All right, so that's you love to see that. That's terrible. But then you look at let's look at the metro. People are mad
1: that Michael Hutchinson won a game yesterday for the Avalanche. So everyone's like, oh, Kyle Dubas traded him? Oh, he needs to be fired. Wow. Your old backup goalie happened to get a single win, and instead of being happy for him that he won a game, because literally any goalie can win a game. Like, it's hard, but it happens. We Let's let's, let's take a minute.
0: A Zamboni driver who won a game.
1: Against them.
0: Stop. (laughs) Your employee beat you. (laughs) Okay. To the Metro. Washington, nothing has changed. Philly, what the heck are you doing? Philly.
1: <laughs> Buddy. Like, you, I, I know I'm wearing a flyer shirt right now, and that is only because I, I have so much respect for Claude Giroux. I know you don't, probably. I don't like him. But I, I happen to really like Claude Giroux. But you, I will say...
0: What you, it, it is
1: only because of how you're playing at home cuz 15-15 and 3 is not going to get you into second place. But you have absolutely zero business being 3 points out of first place in the six in the Metro. Game winning streak. You have zero business being here. There you should be around where like Columbus and Carolina are. Maybe like seventy six points sandwiched in between. The
0: Islanders should be in third. Pittsburgh should be in second. Philly should be at least in a wild card spot. You have no business chasing Washington.
1: And the fact that the other day you were one point out of first place, what? Which makes me question what's happening to Washington. First of all, you got. But also, what's in the water in Philly? Like, what? What's gritty? Like feeding these guys. When well,
0: you saw him, well, you showed me the thing with him eating like the cereal, like dirty dancing. Like You know what it is? O- Ovios have finally made it to Philadelphia. Oh, God, stop. They got a Russian. Well, here's the thing. And I saw this. This was one. This was a nice post I saw the other day. Philly is catching up, and Washington immediately is like, what do we have to do to make sure that they don't catch us? I got it. What? Get an entire line of just Russians. I mean, that's not a bad strategy. They have a Russian five now. They're 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 harnessing their inner Detroit Red Wing.
1: And did it work for the Detroit Red Wings? Yes. Exactly. Because that's... Russians are good at hockey. You need one line this is this is what you need. Philly, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. This is what you need. You need one line of all Canadians. Just all Canadians. Doesn't matter who, all Canadians. Your second line, all Russians. you'll go far.'ll
0: be good. You'll be
1: good. And eat your OVOs every morning flyer second line. the breakfast of Russians.
0: okay. And in third, Pittsburgh just I still don't understand still,
1: I've seen the recent polls that the NHL is posting. Mike Sullivan's going to win the Jack Adams award.
0: Hey, I'm looking at this. They have the almost the exact same record as Philly.
1: The only difference is the Flyers have that one more overtime loss than the, the Penguins do, and their home their home and away records are nearly identical. That's scary. The that state of Pennsylvania needs to stop. with all, the, yes, with all stop. the firepower that's on Pittsburgh, even though they've had so many injuries, Philly has matched it and slightly one upped it. And just the fact that Pittsburgh's been able to keep pace with everyone, I like. What's with Pennsylvania? What? I don't know. It's I've weird. been there. There's nothing like special in There's the water or good anything, there.
0: except uh, maybe cheesesteaks. Hershey. Hershey is there. I forget. The Hershey factory. That's that's about it. They have a fun ride in there too, where you get to become chocolate. It's weird.
1: Oh, it, I took a tour of the factory. It was very nice. You get free chocolate at the end. That uh, makes sense. But still, um,
0: I don't know what you do in your hockey teams that. I would like to know. I don't
1: know, but I do know that the Penguins really need to stop wearing their lemon jerseys. Please stop. Those third jerseys are not good. With the helmet that matches them, that's just a bad look. It doesn't look great. I would—and you know what it is— I'm like, who put these bananas on the ice, and why are they rotting?
0: And, you know, you look at it—take a note from your nice, friendly rivals, the Philadelphia Flyers, and look at their third jersey. Their third jersey is very nice. Yes,
1: yes black
0: works your firsts black are black cells, dude you should wear your firsts yeah or heck even if you want to make it different put the old logo on it the one i have you know? or do
1: or if you want to make it different and do kind of like a throwback alternate like the jets do that go back to your your powder blue jerseys oh the of classic ones do, yeah, something something along those lines. Or get one of the ones that you used to wear that has Pittsburgh going across on the diagonal. Do something. Just, but don't make it that b- ugly, bright yellow.
0: Yeah, that's just not, it doesn't look good.
1: I have to lower the brightness on my TV. It hurts
0: my eyes. Just make it automatic. So, now we're going to look at the guys. Look, at, You have the two wildcard spots, which the, the whole wildcard race is basically one through six and then depression. So you have the Islanders in first, which, once again, I've said it so many times. Barely. If you guys didn't win 13 games. If
1: if they did not go on that 17-game point streak, they would be near Buffalo. Yeah. It would be depressing. Then you... I mean, it's still depressing, the fact that they got off to such a hot start, and I don't know what happens. I I, I just don't know what happens. You They're may still not in make it, the but... playoffs. Honestly, the way things are going, I wouldn't be surprised. And then Barry Trotz is going to have everyone's head in a bucket for dinner.
0: <laughs> the Eggman cometh. Um, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And then you have Columbus, who you have no business that's being. That's not going to
1: last. That's There's no way this is going to
0: last. Elvis has left the building. Elvis left a the while building like ago. a month ago. Y'all are going to fall very oh, soon. Absolutely.
1: Very, very soon. You lost LeBron. You lost. Bobrovsky, you're losing everyone. It's not... it's not, gonna
0: last. Yeah, and then the thing is, the Islanders and Columbus, you guys need to worry because you got Carolina coming for you, badly. And
1: with what they did at the trade deadline, they coming. Uh, the only way, their only direction they're gonna go is up. Yeah, and then you got the
0: Rangers who,
1: they're kind of just like they're there. They're they're kind of they're there.
0: They're, they're fighting.
1: Like, to put it in perspective, they're like, they're in the woods, but they're like peeking their head out to see if it's safe to come out yet. <laughs> Is it worth it? <laughs> like, should we do it? Is it okay? No, not yet? Oh, wait, we see a gap. No, you got to make up your mind. Yeah, I, I, if I was... The trade deadline has come and gone.
0: You clearly were sellers. You were... Se- I, the whole problem with the deadline, and I said this last week, and I'll repeat it again, because of the a- of the car accident, that involved Buchnevich and Igor. There was no reason to make a move because you were scared. You know, you didn't know what's in, you know, you've seen it in the last few days. Georgiev is fine. Lundqvist needs to get back into normal playing time because he has shown that he needs to, he needs time to adjust back into playing every day. Because it, it shows when you're not playing, especially with a guy of his age. And, you know, you need Chesterkin to come back. Bless you. I gave it to you. And <laughs> you need him to come back sooner than later. And there is, like, talks that he's going to come back earlier than expected, which is great. But you need guys to step up if you really want to do this. I'm looking at you – know, you look at the top – you look at the team, and it's like you have the first line. Zibane recent star of, of February, well-deserved, great player. Panarin, nothing needs to be said about him. He's a – Dude's broken record after record. He's gonna tear his hamstring one of these leg kicks though.
1: So you nope, got stop the bread kick be- is magical. You better. W- it might be magical. I've I've, but cracked, I've I hope the surgeon that he has on speed dial is magical too. Okay, it's his wife,
0: or was it actually his wife is, is a dog. Well, how about that? <laughs> Crazy how things work out. So and you know Kreider broken foot. You need guys to step up. Booch needs to step up. Foss needs to step up. Kako, you need to
1: start doing things. I will say this, though. There was, going into the draft, there was so much hype around Jack Hughes and Capo Kako. And I don't know if it's just me, but neither one of them has lived up to even half that hype.
0: No. And here's the thing. It's
1: been all Kale McCarr and,
0: ironically, Quinn Hughes. Here's the thing. I think the age of st- draft picks in their first year, getting call- getting the Calder, is extremely rare now, because the game is so different now that you can't have a guy come in and just be like, "I'm ready for the NHL." As much as like Kako was built up to be ready for the NHL, he needs to get bigger. Didn't he just turn 18, or did he just turn 19? He's 19.
1: Yeah, he's got time. And especially
0: coming from overseas, where yeah. the rinks are bigger, rinks are bigger. He's he hasn't stopped playing, basically pro level hockey. Since I want to say August of 2019, the dude has been on a main. No, probably June, June of 2019. The kid has not stopped since the World Juniors last year to now. The kid is the kid is a mix of tired and not adjusted to the game yet. Give him this offseason. Let him rest. He needs to get bigger because he gets pushed around a lot. But once he's bigger, he could be as good as Panarin. I mean,
1: he, he does have that potential, but he's just not living up to the hype right now.
0: But I'm not, like, I need him to just produce more. Like, I don't need him to go and put up Panarin numbers. I need him to put up Jesper Foss numbers or Ryan Strom numbers. Ryan Strom... Numbers are because of Artemi Panarin. That's the only reason that is happening. Put him on. They're on the power play together. Just give him. Let's get him his confidence up. You know. And your defense is doing fine. Trouba's been a very quiet but sturdy defenseman for everybody. is being overpaid. Yes. But you have D'Angelo who give that man a contract, please. Please? Like he's great. You know. And your goaltending is fine. The only thing, you just need to get them ready. And the problem with the Rangers is you can't, you got to get better. You got to put up a better, more than five wins. You got to get like a nice eight, eight, nine win streak. That road winning streak was impressive,
1: but the key word in that sentence was road. You need to win at home. You're You're an MSG. Not even you need to win at home. You just need to win consecutively. You can't go on a nine game road winning streak When you have a
0: four-game homestand. Yeah, it doesn't work. That's not going to get you into the playoffs. And now, you know, you want to wait for the playoffs. You got Florida who's coming up behind you. They're only a point behind you. Montreal's three points behind you. Buffalo is Buffalo. And And then everyone else doesn't matter. Everyone else doesn't matter because New Jersey's tanking, Ottawa's tanking, and Detroit needs Jesus. (laughs) Detroit's been out of it for two weeks.
1: Like, mathematically out of it.
0: Yeah, Detroit needs to... So they have they a neg- that, oh, my God. I just looked at their, their goal, goal differential. Their goal
1: differential, oh. negative 121. That
0: hurts. That
1: hurts. I saw a meme before that it had a picture of the Wild logo, and it said, you should be ashamed you let Jimmy Howard make a save. <laughs> you should be. There are teams that have twice the uh, amount of wins than the Red Wings have. Twice the amount of points than the Red Wings have. It's.
0: Think about this for a second. Look at look at Washington. No, not even. Look at Boston. They have ninety six points. Detroit has twelve.
1: Thirty five. Twelve is their uh, regulation wins.
0: Oh. Yeah, thirty five. Just look look at that difference. That's a. It's nearly a. It's more than a sixty point difference. It's a sixty one point difference.
1: Mass. Yeah, I'm not gonna. But, yeah. Not only here at post to post do you learn about hockey, you learn math too. <laughs> Full circle. If you need a math tutor, don't call us. Yeah, don't don't you can call Ryan. Maybe. And Something. I will
0: refer you. So we are in the final five minutes of post to post, and now it's time for the Hat Trick Challenge, which we'll go over last week first and then Ryan, will start with this week because he's already mad at me. Yes, (laughs) you stole two of mine. Last week. And guess what?
1: (laughs) All three of them came true. Hey, guess what? (laughs) Me too. Oh, crap. Dang it. You can thank Patrick Kane. Oh, I don't like Two points last night. There were like, I lost track of the shutouts at seven. And Leon Dreisaddle is like, Jesus. That's not fair. Make better predictions.
0: I did, and I got you know I'm, I'm Which within technically, striking distance. Like, if
1: you stole two of mine, that means five of mine were right. Technically, we're not adding, but you're not. I'm not those. saying we're adding the points. I'm just saying
0: I'm within striking distance. We,
1: I have to go back and. Do oh, do you have 29? Okay, 29. Is that with my three for the Orveshkin thing?
0: Uh, yeah. You have 29. So you have 26. I have 26. You have 29. Okay. By the end of the season, it's probably going to come down to a. Two to three point difference. Okay. Okay. We're running out of time. I got a month. So, I, I should work. So, this week, Ryan, you go first. I know there's no way. Uh, yeah,
1: there's no way you're going to steal one of them. So, I'll I'll start with the one that you I think you might steal. Connor McDavid will have 100 points.
0: I don't have that.
1: Okay, cool. Because I know you're not going to have the other two.
0: All right, my first one will be Ovechkin will be seventh all-time in goals. How many does he need? I think he needs, like, four or less. Uh,
1: okay, okay, maybe.
0: He's got, you know, old man Kucherov now. He may be better.
1: Ovechkin has old man Kovalchuk, Old Kucherov. Why is that Kucherov? I They're all know. Russian. <laughs> um, They all eat their OVOs together.
0: <laughs> like just sitting in the locker room <laughs> next to each other in a row,
1: <laughs> they have Kucherov on Facetime. Like, you eating your obios yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm almost out. You got to send me some more. <laughs> uh, second, I have John Carlson and Artemi Panarin. Will each
0: have 60 assists? How many do they have? 58 each. Hmm, each. that's a tough one because you got to get both of them. Yes. Okay, I'm okay with that. Mine. Patrick Marleau will be 25th all-time in goals. He needs, that is
1: very specific. He
0: needs, I think, one. You went back to find who's 25th one.
1: on the all-time goal scoring list? No, because
0: on my hockey reference sheet, it shows all of them, and it just says 25th, Patrick Marleau needs this many to have 25th. Fair. Okay. And my final one is...
1: Anders Lee will record his 300th career point. By the way, uh, breaking news: Chris Kreider out four to six weeks with a fractured ankle.
0: Okay, guys, the depression's setting in now. There goes the playoff chances. So yes, we love we
1: love when we get breaking news on the show two minutes before it ends. So we can't talk about it. But yes, according to Bleacher Report, Chris Kreider will miss the next several weeks with a fractured ankle. Anthony, your last prediction.
0: Oh, hopefully for, oh, I'm reading it now. Okay, last prediction. Corey Perry will get his 800th point. All right, I'm going to go back to being, oh. <laughs> oh, man. What a
1: great way to end the show.
0: Oh, I'm trying to, like, go back to it because I'm trying to find it. It says Ranger GM hopefully forward returns sooner than later from fra- from ankle fracture, but then they say six to eight weeks. Oh, it's six to eight? I saw four to six. Oh then it's four to six okay, four to six. All right. I thought you said six to eight.
1: No, I said four to six, but still you need him for the playoff chase. He'll be there for the playoffs.
0: The playoff chase. Well good. Make maybe everybody else can step up. And then we can come back and be Chris Kreider with Panarin and score thirty goals on Boston and then we can just thirty goals on Boston, okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. All right. So in the last minute, we got four games to get through. First one up, Flyers at Capitals. This is a big game. This is a very big game because it's the difference of being
1: one point separating them in the division to five points, and I feel weird saying this in my Flyers shirt, but Capitals.
0: I'm gonna say Flyers. Really? They're on an they're on an eight game win streak. Yeah, but their road record's not great. Yeah, but I I, I have that feeling they're
1: just going to ride Carter hard again until he's ridiculously tired and then he can't move.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Next game up, Jackets at Flames, Flames. Flames. Ducks at Avs, Avs. Avalanche, absolutely. And Coyotes at Canucks. This is a big game as well. That's
1: actually a pretty pretty solid game. It was you said Coyotes at
0: Canucks? Coyotes at Canucks. I'll go with the I'll go with the Yotes. I'll go with the Yotes. Might as well. Keep the narrative. So that will do it for us here at Post to Post. We will see you next week. No, we won't. We are on spring oh, break yeah, we next are. week. I will be in <laughs>
1: yeah, you... sunny Port St. Lucie, hopefully. Hopefully. by the time. Hopefully we... it will be sunny. I will be there. Hopefully it will be sunny. But, yes, no show next week. We will be back in two weeks. So enjoy your spring break. We'll be back the day after St. Patrick's today.
0: Woo. So that will do it for us. We will see you in two weeks. Enjoy.